In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes Jade and MJK come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up? Damn, what's up? Season 9, episode 1 of Not That Podcast. Another season, as promised. As promised, a month and a half ago, that we would return for this ninth season to discuss Thor, Love and Thunder, as well as Stranger Things Season 4. Yes, and without any further ado, let's get this party on a rocking motherfucking roll. Yeah, you. That sound you heard is the this is what we've watched lately sound. What we've watched way mm, with some go juice up in your ass. Yeah. So I thanks for uh, coming back and joining us on this ninth season, this eighty one episode um that we are giving you today or gifting you if you will um and it's been a while so we've probably got a few things to discuss yeah we're still shaking out the cobwebs if you know yeah but you know the vocal cords need yeah. to warm up I like mean, how do we do this how do we work the computer me and jade don't talk outside of this so <laughs> it's kind of hard like we, we that is untrue the riffing you know it doesn't quite sometimes sync up because you know uh, we have had a, quite a bit of back and forth in text messages but i'll explain what that's been over a little bit later <laughs> Yeah. Besides Plus, uh, a bit of AFL because my bomber's got up again yeah, we're today. Wearing and rival sort of beanies today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a Gold Coast Suns beanie. But it was strictly for strategical purposes to mind fuck <laughs> this, the universe. It's kind of like a little bit of reverse psychology. I was like, come on, Gold Coast Suns, knowing that I, I could have Jade roll up in a good fucking mood. You in my Essendon beanie Speaking, that you gifted me. Well, you paid for it. I mean, I paid you for it, but (laughs) you did the labor. Yeah. Yeah. And then I took that $25, rolled it up and snorted some. What you watch lately, girl? (laughs) What you watch lately, girl? Yep. Well, uh, that brings us to what do you watch? And it's been a week of holidays, so that's helped me add to this list. Uh, And there are so many things. We're going to be back like next week with like even better and bigger things. Um, so collectively better, yes, but that's kind of a spoiler better. of how we spoiler feel alert. about one of the two things we're talking about. Shall I start? Please, please, because you've got the bigger list. Last time we recorded, I left off the fact that I watched Senior Year with Rebel Wilson, which is the Netflix film comedy that wasn't very funny. And we, I was going to say, we had the conversation post off air, yeah. because you're all like, I was like damn it, I you're like, I forgot. And I was like, oh no, how was it? And you're like, not good. <laughs> so I just wanted to be able to say that on air, but uh, it's there if you want to check How's it out. How's Rebel looking these days? She looked Yeah, like- this is her first film since her huge weight loss and she have and she still has her Australian they make her character very specifically Australian so she can still have the accent in an American setting <laughs> like they have to justify it and give it context um, I watched season two of Gentleman Jack which is on binge probably oh, some of these are so long ago I gotta remember like where I watch these things and well, oh hello Sorry. you're living on the edge over there Just a little bit. Hacks season two on Stan again got like in the double digits for Emmy nominations, which are coming up in September. I watched that terrible film Interceptor from this year with Chris Hemsworth's wife. 
Matthew Riley wrote and directed it. He's one of my favourite action authors, but it didn't translate to the film in this case. It's the first thing he's written for. I wasn't aware that Hemsworth's wife acted. I thought she was a model yeah, or something. Yeah, no, I think she was. She's Espanola. And she was in a couple of the Fast and Furious, but she didn't have many lines. And now I understand why. Sorry, not sorry. She's not God, you're your mother right now. She got real ripped and was like doing a lot of great action sequences. But that's about as far as it went in terms of her abilities within that movie. So I don't recommend Interceptor. I'll save you the hour and a half. You're welcome. Watch season five of Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Netflix, which is a rewatch. Excuse me, and I finished season five of Line of Duty on Netflix. That's as many episodes or seasons that they have on Netflix. So season six is out there and we'll get to that when it becomes available. Uh, I saw Top Gun Maverick for a second time. <laughs> Who'd you go with this time? Uh, someone. You went on a date. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <gasps> Jurassic World Dominion. With a woman. No. <laughs> no. I actually got invited to go for a third time and I was slightly tempted. My friend Danny's like, we're going again. I listened to your podcast to see if it was good enough by your standards oh. to want to go again. I go, oh, that's quite considerate. You know what? Quite a lot saved... of effort instead of just texting. I was going to say, what, you know what would have saved her time? <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I can't, can't hate that. Yeah, You're listening to the podcast. The, yeah, the, what do you even call it? A listen? The engagement? Yeah, a Whatever. download. Thank if you. you will. What yeah. was the friend? Danny. DH. Yeah. Word. Now DF. Wait, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Is there does her middle name start with a T, you know what I'm saying? Nah, B, but we won't say what it says. She doesn't like it very much. Bernadette. Oh, it's kind of close. It's like Benice. That's a dope name. Yeah, okay. I mean, well, it's a black I'll, lady's name. I'll let her know. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Yep. Mm, have you seen it? No, but yeah. I have zero interest in seeing it until I probably buy it on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it is one where you're, it's good on the big screen and you've seen all the others, so you want to round it out and see it. And you want to see the old crew back with the current modern crew, if you will, of Jurassic World. Which I is only cool. have one question regarding this film. Yeah, this feels a while ago. How much of it is in the, the backdrop of Europe? It's not Europe. It's that little island off of Europe, kind of near Italy. It's not Europe. Some other weird. But it's still technically Europe. Sure. If you want to see it that way. it's off the coast, though. So most of the film's there. Would you say Kangaroo Island's not Australia? No, I would say that's Australia. There you go. Shut the fuck up. Move on. Damn! Um, I watched... Let's just say the architecture is very distinctly influenced by Europe, okay? Yeah, true. And that's what bothers me. And also, the police sirens in those countries. Gotta be in your bonnet. Yes, yes, ma'am. Cool. I'm, I'm oh. fed up with these European. <laughs> peeved. That's right. <laughs> uh, Cruel Summer season one on Amazon. Is that like a mixture of Cruel Intentions and I know what you did last I summer? I wish. No. Well, kind of actually. Oh, yeah. Actually, kind of. Really? <laughs> Has a little bit of that, but it's kind of hard to explain. But so a girl she- goes missing, and this other unpopular girl sort of takes her identity in a way and her popularity without really knowing where the other girl went. And then we it's slowly revealed to us what's happened to her and she comes back into the fold and it jumps between um, Is she like three different dripping years. wet like, you tried to kill She's me. <laughs> I should have killed you first. Like she was like perpetually being almost drowned for three years. <laughs> head under, yeah. back up again. Head under, back up again. No, not quite. It wasn't the greatest of circumstances. But um, yeah, jumped back and forth between 1990 three four and five so it was constantly going in and out the same character over three different years doing it, very three different things did it have a sick soundtrack yes because yeah. it was set in the 90s and yeah. that was like a bit of the drawing card to that to that show 
I read Illumini by Kaufman and I wrote Kaufman and <laughs> I haven't written the second author's name here. So I can't give them the shout out. But is that like a prequel to Illuminati? No, but it is a prequel to another novel. It's There's three in the series, but it's like a sci-fi series. And it's probably one of the most creative books I've read in the way that it's sort of set out and the story is told um, because every chapter is told from surveillance footage or CIA notes um, or diary entries or um, live chats and stuff between some of the soldiers on the different ships so it was really interesting to read um and quite enjoyed that got through it quite quickly despite it being over 500 pages um i watched amy schumer's parental advisory which isn't just amy schumer it's a bunch of other comedians like when the netflix comedy special yeah uh, what do you call it like when they were doing the whole big uh netflix is a joke correct festival i guess you'd call it yeah series Well, because it was a big live audience thing as well. So, like, uh, that part of California or L.A. was just littered with comedians and all that stuff for, I want to say, a good two weeks. Because that's all I heard about on podcasts for a while. Because I've got some other ones on here as well that will come up eventually that fall into that limited series. Um, And I watched First Kill Season 1, Kardashian Season 1, and Pete Davidson Presents The Best Friends, which I thought... Was just Pete Davidson. That's um, stand-up thing I'd mentioned ages ago. Going, mm. oh my god, he's got some hilarious jokes in here about having AIDS because Kanye said he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen and the trailer numerous times. But... Yeah, and that's a bunch of other people coming out and doing things. Ah, oh, interesting. Yeah, for like ten-minute sets, if that. Okay, so again, yeah, this was part of the Netflix yeah. as a joke thing. So I signed up to like this thing. It'd be all Amy, and then thing it'd be all Pete, and then just getting all these other different people, which was kind of cool because got to be introduced to comedians that I hadn't seen before this is something i'll bring up in the next episode yeah but i didn't get bamboozled by one of these things yeah so we'll you talk got about it well later. played yeah and then the other Not two either things. of those things but something very similar to it anyway right and the other two things on the list are our features for today's episode well um we've already spoken about tar and we've already spoken did we say stranger tangs earlier yeah okay well then i'll shut the fuck up this is this is like me. Oh, we gotta play the intro. Huh? <laughs> Ten minutes I'm in. Only like nineteen. Have we started yet? Nineteen percent engaged in my own podcast. <laughs> that's that's how you know. I love a, how you just made up that statistic. It's an it's a good. I just went with low numbers. <laughs> <laughs> just go low, low ball. So guess what your boy started watching, which he said he'd start watching and watched. <laughs> Give me a streaming service. Binge, but you're not uh, gonna get it. Shall I give you an actor? Yeah. One of the Culkin brothers, Kieran, specifically. Uh, succession. And yes. we spoke about this on the podcast last time. Your boy calls it Secession because he's, he's a special boy. Secession. It's definitely Secession. Again, racking up the Emmy nomination. I think it had the most of any TV show for nominations. Jeremy Strong. Yes. And I forget the gentleman. Is it Brian Cox? He's the older guy. Yeah. All the actors in this yeah. are fucking awesome. It's even got Alan Ruck in it. From Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Fame. Oh, the, the yeah, friend. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I've got his picture in my mind. And uh, this is an Adam McKay produced series. He also directed the first episode. So you might know Adam McKay Adam from... McKay, movie director. Correct. But do you, you, you want to even maybe take a guess at the type of shit he's done? Like Lost City? Sort of weird? No, but kind of. Movies like The Big Short. Oh, uh, Bombshell? And Anchorman. Oh, God. 
He's, wow. Yeah, he's, now he's doing succession. Yeah, well, th- this is his thing. Like, he started off with comedies specifically, like, a, a lot of Will Ferrell things. And Will Ferrell's also, a, like, a either an associate producer or executive producer mm-hmm. for this show because they're, like, peanut butter and jelly. These motherfuckers, like, biscotti and meatball. These motherfuckers are, like, uh, tuna and uh, sandwich. You know? <laughs> like, tuna yeah. and sandwich. But anyway, like, it's right up my alley because it's just like such a serious backdrop but so much dark the marketing world yeah but they're a a very wealthy family they own all kinds of things from theme parks to news corporations to all this kind of shit but it's a family-run business essentially and yeah would you say the patriarch yeah yep and it's the the kids are like oh he's on his way out and they're all little bickering little brats but, yeah but at the same time there's a lot of serious shit going down so it's really good i enjoyed it so i watched the first season of yet there's only at two they're up to three yeah okay but you know me <clears throat> take take my time maybe i don't know <laughs> that's what you're about to say and then i'll watch the second yeah well maybe there's more, More to come. to go, so I don't know. Shit. Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, it's actually been pretty slow for me with new stuff mm-hmm. I've been watching, but uh, I'm pretty upset that this isn't getting a title mention, but uh, <sighs> your like, boy like watched... Jurassic World. Your boy watched season three of Barry. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's the latest season, is it? It is the latest season of Barry. Gotcha. Hence why you want it in the title. <laughs> and it was good. How many apps? Ten? Eight. Eight. All about a halfer. Yep. And um, I mean, I know you don't like Bill Hader, but I definitely, I highly suggest it. Mm. It's a lot of fun. It's I've definitely had people to tell me about it, for sure. Yeah. It's very different to anything I've ever, ever seen in the sense yeah. of the direction it takes can be predictable, but then the outcome is just like, what the fuck is going on? Right. And that's kind of rare to say now this is different to anything else I'm watching because there's just so much out there mm. and a lot of it is carbon copy. And it's like Bill Hader's baby and mm-hmm. you can tell there's a, a lot of a lot of thought and detail. Like It's not like a network. It's not a network show. It's no. HBO. But it's not like every network show where there's like 22 episodes and oh, just things much. are happening for the sake of it and it's just... Almost nonsense, where everything that happens in this f- feels very thought out and it shows. So, And uh, I watched Bill Burr live at Red Rocks. Oh, yeah, that's brand new, isn't it, on Netflix? Brand new. Brand new. And this is him the whole time? I'm not going to start watching again. <laughs> an hour and 22 minutes. Oh, wow. Which felt genuinely like maybe Five half an hour. Minutes? Yeah, okay. And <clears throat> I've found, I've probably brought this up before, but I don't, tend to laugh out loud a lot when I watch comedy specials. I'll either chuckle or go, that's funny, or smile. This, I had a lot of laugh out loud moments. That's awesome. But Bill's also my guy. He is your guy. And he knows how to tickle my funny bird. (laughs) And it was was just great. And the Red Rocks is literally half an outdoor arena surrounded by giant red balls. Oh, okay. So it's it's beautiful. It's quite literal. It's, yeah. So it it was visually pleasing as well as... Just hilarious bill being bill love it yeah and it's it's great because just hearing his life progression and mm-hmm. now that he's like an older dad like well older dad he's in his 50s and he's got a four-year-old and a two-year-old oh wow it's just it's just fun hearing how he's you know I like coping it. with it all yeah <laughs> definitely and entertaining that's all for for today all for today folks any questions motherfucker uh no okay motherfucker were any of those said in europe <laughs> 
It's funny you should ask that. <laughs> why? Because they weren't. That's probably why I brought ah. them up. Although secession, they, they fly places. Gotcha. End of season one, there's a wedding in uh, Europe. Where's that base, <clears throat> succession? Like what US city? Take a guess. You said, you know, rich people. Los Angeles. Dickhead, New York. That's the business capital. <sighs> yeah, true that, true that. Yeah. They have literally a part on Wall in New Street. York called the Financial District. Mm-hmm. I'm getting in her face, people. Yeah, he's up in my grill. Yeah. It's confrontational. You yeah. should see it. Oh, there's a lot, you can't. There's a lot going down here. We got to work on some conflict resolution. Yeah, maybe we should do something a little more upbeat next. Like, I don't know. And here we are with one of our latest segments, Gone in 60 Seconds, mm. where MJK has to answer as many MCU-themed <clears throat> questions wow, in wow, 60 wow. seconds. And we'll tally them up at the end and discuss said answers. Are you ready for your challenge? See, si. See, si, senor. The, qu- the time begins at the end of the first question. Right and on. Here we go. Here we go. Thor played what video game in Avengers Endgame? Pass. What's the name of the amulet Doctor Strange wears around his neck? Pass. Who did Mark Ruffalo replace as the Hulk in the MCU? Edward Norton. Where did Peggy tell Steve she wants to meet him for a dance? His pants. <laughs> Who founded Sword? Oh, dang. Uh, pass. Scott Lang was trapped in the quantum realm for how long? Oh, my. Five years. Correct. Who was the firstborn child of Odin? Thor? No, wait, Hella. Correct. Who did Captain America give his shield to in Endgame? That would be... Rhymes with Pam. Ham. (laughs) What are the names of Wanda's twins? Oh, Brad and something? No. Julia Louis-Dreyfus plays who in the MCU? The lady that talks to Yelena. (laughs) God. What is the motto slogan of the Flag Smashers? Pass. (laughs) Pass. <laughs> what does TBA stand for? To be. God <laughs> damn, I suck. We've got shit a lot of answers to go through. That was definitely your worst effort, but a few curveball questions in there, and it makes it a bit more entertaining. Actually, I was not prepared. <laughs> like at the end of uh, Avengers Endgame, Thor was playing Fortnite. I would have. That would have been my first guess, but you didn't want to just. Throw your boy it out doesn't there. like Fortnite. The name of the amulet around Doctor Strange's neck is the Eye of Agamotto. I would have said the Time Stone, but I also know that's maybe not right. Edward Norton, Edward Norton was replaced by Mark Ruffalo. Peggy told Steve to meet her for a dance at the Stork Club. Okay. Sword was founded by Maria Rambo. Scott Lang was trapped that's for five years, that. as you said. Heller is the firstborn of Odin. Who did Captain America give his shield to in Endgame? Sam. What are the names of Wanda's twins? Billy and Tommy. Julie-Weiss Dreyfus plays Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fonte. <laughs> Fontaine. <laughs> um, the motto slogan of the Flag Smashers, who I've never heard of until this question, is one world, one people. And TVA stands for Time Variance Authority. I think the Flag Smashers were something from uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, I think. 
Right. Because it sounds very anti-American. <laughs> <laughs> they're all fucking miracles. So how many was that that you got Three. right? Three. Okay, you've heard it here, folks. But Gone in 60 seconds. A lot seconds. of those check out because why would I know anything about Maria Rambo? Because... Mm. Sexist. No, because Captain Marvel, the movie, yeah. is not good. <laughs> yeah, not a, you're not also, a fan. Also, I love Wanda and what she's got going on. Oh. I ain't tr- I ain't you're worried be- about those twins, the tr- other twins. Correct. Uh-huh. I was about to say, I ain't trying to be no stepdaddy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And for, like you said, what the fuck's a flag smasher? God damn. So now we're talking about Thor, love, love and tender, as the kids say. <laughs> I've heard them all reference it that way. Jade, love and tender. You saw it, what, opening night? I did, yeah, the Wednesday night. And then I Packed saw, house. I saw it on the Saturday. Yeah. I don't know why I'm doing that accent. <laughs> but anyway, so we got a new Thor movie. It opens with Gore the God Butcher and we get introduced to our threat for the film. Yep, our antagonist. I really enjoyed it. Looked, it was it was. It was good. Mm-hmm. Let's start this again. That's definitely a scary villain. Mm. Like a god killer. And the way he was portrayed and the way he looked and the way he acted it out. It's like, ooh, this is legit Christian, evil. Christian Bale was one of the huge highlights of this film. So we get God the God Butcher. <coughs> then we get a beautiful little recap from Korg. Yes, about which is funny as a narrator. From Thor and how he's been going and how his weight loss went. Yep. Because <laughs> literally that's what every woman who saw Thor and... <laughs> The last Avengers movie was like, <laughs> he got fat. And the movie before that, they were like, they took his eye out. Like, you know, where's my hunky boy? Yeah. <laughs> and let's be honest, Thor got jacked, he dude. Did. He got fucking huge for this movie. He's like apparently eating like all day, every day to maintain that size. Good for him. Go Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. And then then after that, it's him and the uh, Guardians so of the Galaxy, right? basically after the, the Korg story slash montage, we pick up with them on a world where they're saving the world from a threat because we later find out God the God Butcher is just fucking knocking off all these gods because he's a God Butcher with a sword. And he's like, oh, fucking take that, Sif. I took your arm, bitch. And is she's it? like, I'm going to Valhalla. Anyway, <laughs> so literally we see the Guardians for like 12 seconds. I think mm. Nebula has one line. Uh, we see the big guy just goes, "Come on, we're going" or something. Yeah, Drax. Yeah, Dave Bautista. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was there. Star Lord was there, and he seemed to really like Thor's catchphrase, which I forget. Just like the party's getting going and the going's getting gone, something really stupid like yeah. that. Yeah, they basically drop him off to wherever he needs to be, and then they're gone again, mm-hmm. just to sort of match up to where we left him off in Endgame with him being with the Guardians with his eye patch. Which I, I don't want to get judgmental, so we'll save the judge judgment for the end, and then he gets gifted to really fucking annoying goats <sighs> as a thank you for saving this planet. I'm a little all over the shop here. Anyway, and then... Um, we then we also see uh, footage of Jane. I was about to say, and then we see... Not very well. Darcy. <laughs> where Darcy Played makes a cameo. Cat Dennings, Cat Dennings, and... Uh, She's looking great, as always. You're looking beautiful, Kat Dennings. That's 
That's about all I got for the whole movie. It ended there for me. Well, we learned about that Jane is the Jane that we know. She's not from some other bloody universe, which would have been confusing and pointless. Let's not use the C. Let's just say <laughs> she's got the big... And she's very unwell. She's got the big casino. And it's the Milnor, however you say it. Milnier. Milnier. I always think it's kind of French sounding, which yeah, is why Milnier. I can't say it. Milnier. Yeah. Yeah. The Milnier is actually a source of power for her to feel better than what she's feeling. And she becomes the mighty Thor... And they go back to uh, what are they called? What's called? Place called? What? What's the place that they're overseeing? New Asgard. Yeah, the New Asgard. Yeah. Obviously, where Valkyrie is the king. Before we keep going, though, we got to see Stellan Skarsgård briefly. It was good to see him back in the MCU. Who? The Doctor, the old guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I don't remember him. It was just hilarious. But anyway. Ah, uh, so yeah. Then we He's have like uh, Bill Skarsgård's dad and Alexander yeah, Skarsgård's yeah, yeah, yeah. dad. That's their dad, Stellan. Gotcha, gotcha. If I was, you know, I think I'm getting a picture of him now. If actually. I was like Norwegian or Scandinavian like they are, I'd love to name my kid Stellan. It's pretty good. Stellan Casey, bitching name. Love that for you. Um, yeah. Then uh, that's it's how about... good this movie was. I'm oh, talking about God, what I'd yeah, name my kids. On, and then we have Valkyrie, Mighty Thor, and Thor so teaming up to protect New Asgard the children that have been taken by the god butcher that's essentially the whole storyline is them going to rescue the children really because it's oh, a, yeah. an hour 59 directed again by takawatiti um filmed here in australia new zealand a couple of years ago when covid hadn't really hit us yet um and a little bit of love story with thor and jane being reunited after eight years how many months how many weeks that thor's been counting down because he clearly is still in love with her i did kind of enjoy the montage that showed their the evolution of their oh, that relationship was, that was great because there we was, didn't have any of that context before there was some really fun stupid mm. lines in that which none of which i can remember but no. something i don't know i think he was holding up a plate like i've got all this to do she's like it's one plate something like that. <laughs> yeah 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 to see them sort of being normalized a little bit not just superhero but um, they're living in the real world and uh, their relationship and how it sort of ended because obviously we know that it's not still a thing. She wasn't even in Ragnarok, for example. Uh, yeah. And then that being said, though, neither was Kat Dennings or Stellan Skarsgård, which is my point. It's yeah. good that the homies are back. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then we also have Russell Crowe playing um, As well Zeus. as Sif. Sif wasn't in Ragnarok. Yeah, true. We get her coming back. That was cool to see her Even with one back. arm, right? Yeah. She's dying on the battlefield. Like, you're not going to die. Yeah, you're not going to go to Valhalla. She's like, ah, oh, god damn it. So it's good to see her still uh, kicking. Because she appears in Loki, the TV series. Remember, Probably. there's this one repeat loop. I don't remember yeah, Loki at all. she comes back into it. It was too long ago, plus... I, I was probably watching it going, this is great, but none of it probably made enough sense yeah. to me. Yeah, so you and I had a bit of back and forth over text messages like, did we like the film? All right, let's... And we had a lot of uh Let's just hope. say that uh, the movie ends. He's now basically a surrogate father. To mm-hmm. Of the God Butcher's daughter, daughter. And they're collectively known as Love and Thunder, hence the title of the name. The title of the name. Title, title of the, of the name. film. Also, Korg finds love with a bloke named Dwayne with a handlebar <laughs> moustache. <laughs> we see Valkyrie training the young kids on New Asgard, and we then see a caption saying, Thor will return soon. <laughs> and, all right, so now let's start. And end credits. Let's start with the positivity and negativity. Firstly, which one? <laughs> I'm just going to say, firstly, this was definitely a Taika Waititi film. Yeah. Nothing screamed at more than humour and also his invo- heavy involvement of children. Yeah. Which, uh, Shabak's. Shab- Boy mm-hmm. and also uh, hunt for hunt the, for the people. people. Very children centric, which isn't a bad thing. 
But at the same time, I felt it was super slack for a fucking Marvel mm. movie that it was something as simple as save the children. Go rescue the kids. Also, we have a dying woman with a hammer, you know? like Yeah, you were very brought down by the fact that Jane had the C word. It was too real world for me, man. Like yeah. I, I said to you via text, kill as many gods as you want. <laughs> Don't kill Jane. Yeah, like... But that is the original source of the Mighty Thor comics. But I don't care. They could have taken it in another direction. And spoiler alert, by the end of it, she does die. We do see her in the very end credits being welcomed by... Heinemel. Into Valhalla, which is, you know, one cool thing to see. I don't know that that means that we'll ever see her again, but it was a nice little... uh, Look, the one thing I was looking at half the time, fucking... Natalie Portman and Tessa Thompson's arms. Excuse <laughs> me, said the same thing to me the other night. He goes, how impressive were those their arms in that movie? Mm-hmm. And little things they did too by making Natalie Portman appear six foot three when we know she's tiny, barely tiny, five tiny. feet. She's a tiny, tiny person mm. to make her appear as the Mighty Thor. And her trying to come up with her own catchphrases is pretty funny because she's bloody hopeless at it. And Valkyrie is just so gangster. Um, I wish I could remember that. I was going to send yeah. you one of those mid-movie to just because we hadn't. Here's the thing. Jade was texting me because she was lost on an island in Red Dead 2. <laughs> and me, I told her. It's so true. I literally said, I said, I said, bitch. I said, Go your own any, way. No, no, no. I said, before she started playing, I was like, I would like to be involved in your Red Dead 2 gotcha. playing. Mm-hmm. Message me anytime, anyhow, if you've got any and questions. And you're quite responsive each or time. Also to share. So I'm sitting there watching Thor Love and Thunder in the <laughs> cinema. <laughs> when you replied back, I didn't realize you were in the cinema. Right. Oh so my God. I was attentive to her needs. Because <laughs> I said I would be there. So I'm following through with my word. Got her off the island. <laughs> and then I was just like, yo, I'm watching Thor Love and Thunder. And then you said, I enjoy. thought you were walking into yeah. it. Yeah. And then about 20 minutes later, I was like, is there a is post credits? Yeah. Do I need to be hanging around any longer? And I'm like, yes, yes, there is. And it's pretty much worth it. But something we did talk about in the text messages was how in phase one and two, those end credits used to set up something exciting for the next film in the Not franchise. Like, I feel like like 95% of the time that always went somewhere and sometimes years later. Yeah. There was only a couple of occasions where nothing came of it or it was almost like erased in the sense that it was kind of like that didn't happen. Yeah. Like uh, Tony Stark at the end of Hulk with the talking about the Avengers initiative. Because, mm. you know. Then by Iron Man 2, he was just like, it's not my idea. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? And then we kind of, it's gotten a little <laughs> bit slack in more recent times by showing, for example, the teaser for Doctor Strange. I was going to say Doctor Strange, Love and Thunder. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Um, and like the Valhalla one is important because it does give you some closure to Jane's character. Uh, and it confirms that she's made it to Valhalla. But it doesn't set anything else up. With Doctor Strange, the end-to-end credits were just that these the hot dog vendor survived and was back to his sane self. Um, yeah, um, and not to get, do it deep because I ended up sending you everything from this, but like other ones like Iron Man 3, it was him on a psychiatrist couch talking to Bruce and he's like, I'm not that kind of doctor. Mm. You know, like, so that doesn't go anywhere. It's just like, hey, Bruce is in this movie or Hulk's in this movie but as Bruce, you know, and then, but literally everything else, like we t- talked about with um, the Maximoff twins. At yeah, the end of so cool. Being introduced to set up for Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. Uh, literally pick anything, like at the end of um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, it's like the, the prelude to Endgame, even though it came after that, or 
the introduction of Captain Marvel just with the beeper and all that kind of shit. Yeah, it's, that it's, was cool. Yeah, like, like the 90s uh, beeper, yeah. Something to like, or even it, I think it was, it must have been Iron Man 2. All you saw was Hulk, sorry, Thor's hammer in mm-hmm. the desert. Yes, I remember this. That was enough. Yep. And it tied in beautifully. And we're just not getting that anymore. It's less anticipation for what's to come. And there are less films coming out. Like, we've got to wait to the end of the year, I think, for the Black Panther sequel, which we've heard nothing of. And then there's something else coming. Another Ant-Man, I think, is sort of up Quantum here to Mania's come out soon. Kind of, you, you corrected me at some point because I was like, I don't think that's next. But, I'm, yeah, you yeah, know Yeah, and then just a lot of TV content on Disney Plus is coming out, which is... Really hard to stay on top of, and maybe Did you less watch exciting. Any of Marvel? I've watched it all. Yeah, it's really cool. Okay, very very different. Great to just have again uh, a person of color as a lead and as a superhero, um, and it's definitely a different target audience. But it's well, very funky. That was how like because when I was started watching it, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to literally remove myself and mm-hmm. say, "This you do. Is, I'm not the target audience for this because it had that song by the Weekend playing." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just like Bl- blinding a, lights, yep. A little kids coloring book kind of thing, and I was just like, okay. So I was on board for it, and yeah. I like, I like a lot of the, you know, like the, the parents from a different yeah. country aspect. I always love yeah. that, uh, and like you said, giving them a like a platform kind of thing. But I've only gotten two episodes in. No fault of and the show. Six, six yeah. in total. And at the end of this series, there yeah. is a cool. End of credits. Also, thing. I just want to say fuck you to any MCU fan who just feels the need to just fucking jump on the internet and spoil everything. Always. Yeah. You this is part suck. of why my mates and I went that Wednesday night yeah. Thor come out because they didn't want to see things before they saw it for themselves. Yeah. And people are ruining it a lot for a lot of people. So, uh, yeah, but at the end of Miss Marvel. You really need to see it within 24 hours. Yeah. Otherwise, people are just. Uh, or be very, very, very good at staying off of your phone, which is very hard these yeah, but days. You get spoiled without even trying. Yeah, true. Like it's ridiculous. Anyway, as I was saying. Sorry, what at, did I cut in at? At the Ms. end Marvel. of Miss Marvel, there is a proper like we're saying the the old end of credit things that we like and it's love. The X Men thing. No. 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 Just spoil it for me, because Oh, um, Captain Marvel appears in the bedroom. She's looking around. Obviously, she's got this shrine to herself. Going. Where am I? What's going on? Setting up Marvels. And then it just says Captain Marvel will return in the Marvels. Yeah. Which I'm like, that's what you want, the setup for the next thing and how it relates to this storyline. Um, and you've got to come from the the um, perspective of being a super fan too of of the Avengers for that mindset as well for Miss Marvel. But love and Thor, love and Thunder. No, but that's the thing. Like I'm loving all these new characters and shit. But like you said, with it's the true. love and thunder thing, the post credits being what it was. And also uh, – Zeus and Herc. Who the fuck is Herc? What has he been in? Yeah, I don't know. He he was in Ted Lasso. That's the only thing I saw that I recognized, but I've never seen Ted Lasso. No, me neither. But I'm like, okay. But obviously, yeah, he but might that's... be a one movie villain or one series villain. Yeah, we have villain, no idea. So it doesn't really matter that I don't And again, the him. you know how you have that brief bit of credits, then there's a clip, then there's the proper credits and that final, final clip. Mm-hmm. They could have just had the Valhalla thing after those initial credits and then had something that set up for black panther because we don't know what they've done with this storyline they're keeping yeah, that hush hush again this is like it's not wasn't always setting up directly for the next movie it was set in something so even if they would did something for even though they mm. haven't announced anything for fantastic no. Four, but if we saw something just the logo or maybe the office the door lab. of yeah. dr reed yeah. richards or uh-huh. something yep you know, like easy. Or, it's yeah. easy to do, and it's, it, 
gives you that anticipation. Um, or like at the end of Eternals, which is a much maligned film. Did I use that word correctly? Maligned? Who? Maligned. I'll move on. Eternals, a film that's huh? got no good credit. <laughs> no one likes it. At the end, it's it's um, Jon Snow, whatever character he's going to be Yes, playing, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Night Man. Yep. No, not Moon Knight. Something. Anyway, and then you hear a voice, mm-hmm. which is the guy who's going to be playing Blade. But yeah, unless yeah, yeah, yeah. you know his voice. That's Michelle. Or the Ali, comic yeah. books that maybe they have some crossover. Mm-hmm. You got no idea. No. Nah. So anyway, yeah, the movie Thor: um, Love and Thunder. We were saying it was very hit and miss. The jokes. What was that tweet? Tweet, tweet that you sent me? Like the jokes supersede the storyline. Literally, yeah, they they said um, they sacrificed the story for jokes. It's very Taika humor, which is great if you're going into a Taika film, and even you don't get that sort of humor though in Hunt for Wilder People. Like the, it's he does these other weirder texts and films and, and TV shows that I don't really get into. Um, it was more along that humour and, yeah, the, the goats were obnoxious and, I don't know, the love storyline was okay and I love seeing um, Valkyrie and Mighty Thor. I did – another thing I actually did mention to you is it's a shame we saw Scarlet Witch – well, we saw Wanda become – Oh, yeah, go on this. We, we saw Wanda become Scarlet Witch, which is cool because we know she's – almost like a villain really and she's boss as and she's op we saw that with um with the doctor strange film but of course we see her die we also have black widow die we also have the mighty thor die no but are we going to get another scarlet witch i don't think so she could come back as she can come back as wanda the naughty naughty but it's going to be a wanda from another dimension yeah but i'm just saying she could still come back as scarlet witch and be a naughty person yeah but Potentially. she just doesn't have the dark hold or whatever. But yeah, I was just saying that we've she lost... She still had bitch and powers. She just can't time travel or no. universe travel. It was just a shame to lose the mighty Thor as yeah, well and go, oh, we're getting good female things. Like, we're not going to get a Valkyrie film. That was another reason I got super bummed out immediately is because once I saw her um, hooked up to that machine mm. that gets rid of the big casino or mm. tries to prevent the big casino, not in her case... Um, I was just like, why are we bringing her back just to kill her? I, like, I knew, mm, even though I had It was I a bit of a comics, setup. I was just like, this This just feels... But it, again, <laughs> this is just, it was very self-serving for Natalie Portman. She got closure on the character. So, good she for did. her. Yeah. Um, so, any, yeah. Any positives for you uh, besides, yeah. besides the ladies? I mean, anything from any... I did get laughs at part of it, but then they were just cheap laughs by the end of it. And the goats were a bit too much by the end of it. Um um yeah that's essentially what did it. you think about the love triangle between thor's hammer and his storm <laughs> that was pretty funny yeah. <laughs> that was funny i'm glad you bring that up because that is a positive we're not trying to like shit all over the film we're just saying we have expectations now when ragnarok was so well done you kind of want you don't want ragnarok again but you want that balance of tone yeah I kind of saw the writing on the wall too because they just every advertisement was the best Thor movie ever. Yeah, it, it Paradise felt, City was used too much as well. That's another thing. It felt like um, Guns N' Roses' greatest hits, but yeah. only four of them on repeat. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, why are we repeating this? There's so many songs in the world. It's like it's theme song, but you know, used throughout. Um, and it doesn't set anything. Does it set anything else up for other films? Like it sets it up for another Thor film. It just gives Thor a child to, you know. Yeah, it doesn't set us up like, oh, we're leading into the Avengers or something. Leans Thor into more of a Disney character. Doesn't lean into um, 
what are these they're called the young avengers doesn't lead into any of that there's a young avengers coming yelena and um steinfeld and hawkeye what's her name hawkeye kate bishop Kate Bishop. Oh, then they're going to be the Young Avengers, and no, there's another no, name for them. They're going to be on the different. I reckon Yelena's going to be with the Thunderbolts. Son. Thunderbolts is another one, but at least they're yeah, that's leading they're to the something. Others, whereas this wasn't leading things. to anything. It's a f- bit of a filler episode, if you will. One hundred percent. In the Thor oh series. My God. <laughs> the MCU in general. Mm. Haw- Hawkeye felt like it covered more ground than this did. Mm. Like the, the series, mm-hmm. I mean great series fantastic new york backdrop around christmas time oh my <laughs> not europe <God>. winning <laughs> um so yeah look a lot of people are saying thor i've had everyone coming up to me going eh mm. like literally last night i was at a, a 50th Woo, root. um and one of the guys come up to me the lady whose 50th was come up to me at some point in the night's like so what did you think of thor because he had just seen it and i'm like nah and he goes yeah <laughs> and then matt Niles is sitting over here going yeah, nah, <laughs> the Australian the Australian response. But no one's obsessed with it. No one's loving it. No. I did well at the box office. I think it was like fifth highest grossing, I mean, but it's always they, going to. Yeah. As you said, Chris Hemsworth and all that. Especially, yeah, early days when people think it's must-watch. but And people are saying, it's a comedy. I'm like, well, it's not. It's an MCU film. No, no, I mean, but MCU films can be comedies. Like... Captain America Every. movies always more so lean into like espionage and yeah, spy shit. Yeah, thriller stuff. Where like Ant-Man was like a heist comedy. Yes, heist, yeah. Iron Man was kind of like your traditional comic book movie mm. in the sense of just like... That evolution. Know, here's a hero, we're introducing him, this is his, you know, backstory True. kind of thing. And then what else have we got? Guardians of the Galaxy is a sci-fi also with comedy. Like every, every mm. MCU movie still has those things but they lean on comedy. This fucking... Yes, I love those little undertones of comedy because it's nice having a laugh. It was uh, like a a wall, but it's actually paper and they leant on it and Mm. they fell through it. (laughs) Yeah. That's how much they were leaning on that. (laughs) Nice little metaphor there. (laughs) I tried. They were a paper cutout now. But yeah, yeah, Christian Bale was good in it. Yeah, yeah, true. We're trying to find the positives. We're not trying to destroy it. There were the laughs that we got out of it, the characters we did enjoy, but yeah, leant on that paper wall. Went yes. right onto it and fell straight through it. Just the more I'm remembering it, the more it's annoying me. It's just <laughs> like he took the kids to get because he needed Stormbreaker to, to open the time bridge. I forget what it's fucking called. Mm. I don't even care at this point. It's just everything was just, it was a little too like. Too easy. The, the story's doing exactly what it's meant to. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. But uh, look, don't let us stop you from going to see it. And Ooh. if you disagree with us. Oh, what's that noise? Can you hear that? Uh, um, uh, oh, did you. So it was like someone running up a hill or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that sound means, though. 
We're going to be hopefully going to bring the tone up a little bit after our review of Thor to talk about season four of Stranger Things, which I incorrectly stated was the last season of the show. Yeah, you declared it with such gusto. I believed it because yeah, I that... swear that it was the last season, but it's not. It's coming back for it was a almost like fifth you, and final season. You mansplained it. You're like, no, you're wrong. And then, you know, you shook, you shook your shit a little too long after you took a piss and all that. Anyway. <laughs> So, anyway, <laughs> Stranger Things returned. So Jane's back, Jane and the gang. Yeah. In, yep. a, in uh, Stranger Things, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll let you take the lead on this. You know, uh. I took the lead for the last one. Well, it's like eight months later, eight months know. after the <laughs> season <laughs> three, and eleven, and not Will have been living uh, elsewhere, where Eleven's been getting uh, severely bullied by this. Uh, by these new high school students, whilst Mike and the rest of the gang are still in uh, whatever the town's called. Uh, Hawkins. Hawkins, yeah. Still in Hawkins with the rest of the gang. Or, or the rest looking, of the gang, eh? Well, is, is Hopper there, Jade? Well, Hopper yeah. still disappeared. Is Argyle there? Well, he was introduced this season. I'll shut the fuck up. Yeah. What about Dustin's piece of shit? We only saw her once. Which is <laughs> good. The girlfriend Twice. was only in there once. Twice. But we get first to, uh, episode and third to last. See how much she imprinted on my brain. We had some very long episodes. They were all an hour fifteen, and then by the finale, it was an hour forty. And then it came back for part two, which was only episodes eight and nine. And episode nine was two hours thirty. Episode two twenty two. We're like feature length films. Um, so we had a lot of content. We had Kate Bush back in the charts, Metallica back in the charts, mm-hmm. trending things on TikTok, and all the rest of it. And we're like, Hellfire Club is Hellfire Club. a known thing by everybody now. The t-shirts, they're everywhere. Uh-huh. They're going to the London Comic Con was the latest thing. And the Eddie, the guy who plays Eddie was there. And Poor Eddie. Getting he lots of photos. Eddie. Poor Eddie was sacrificed. There was a lot of talk that people were going to die this season. You really did think it was going to be a, a main character that's been set up for Those three seasons. Duffer it Brothers wasn't. or Duffer Brothers, whoever yeah. it is. They said there was going to be a body count. Though They said expect a body count. Yep. And there was, but kind of like there is every season, there's someone disappearing or dying in order for these kids to... Spoilers, by the way. Do you know what I found hilarious? What? You know that that main jock? Yeah. The blondie. When he died? What? (laughs) When there was like, the thing was cutting through the earth. Oh, yeah, yeah. He got like two second death scene. It was just like, he's dead. Cut in half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brutal. But it's kind of like, you were so annoying by the yeah, end of this episode. but it was just like, okay, he's dead. Yep, he's done. He's done. He's, he's not, not coming now. back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've seen him cut in half. There's no threat of him he's returning. He's ruined as much as he can, you know. Yeah, and I was like, please don't let it be Steve or Robin. Please don't let it be Steve or Robin because I love those two. And then, of course, how mate Eddie made sacrifice. Oh. Ultimate yeah. sacrifice with his mate, little Dustin. Dusty. <sighs> Um, there's just too much to unpack over nine episodes of All like right, 10 to 15 hours of content. All right, I think I'm ready. But essentially, for we have Hopper come back because he's actually for been alive. Quick plot synopsis. This whole time. So, how we get to Hopper? So, Russia. What's. Is it Joy? Yes. Joy, 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 Joy Barsh. She gets like a cryptic message, yeah, which she knows is from Hopper. So she goes to her mate who speaks like Russian and mm-hmm. stuff, and they decide to. They go on a Russia to go save Hopper. and... They leave the kids behind. <laughs> you save Hawkins. No problem whatsoever. They have no issue lying to the children either. He's like, couscous? <laughs> Wait, it yep. wasn't couscous. It was that other rice dish. Help me out here. 
Mm. You slowly stir it. Risotto. Risotto. You're welcome. Um, And another thing we learned is, (laughs) oh boy, Argyle and the boys, they like smoking weed. (laughs) They do, yes. They're clearly high as shit. Anyway, so Mike's come to visit Eleven and... Also, mm-hmm. Will's there, mm-hmm. and Will is gay as shit <laughs> for Mike. <laughs> the undertones were like, when's this happening? And it, it still really wasn't, artic- like, pinpointed. And- oh, it was very obvious with how he broke down when he showed him the picture. Oh, and 100%. also the conversation with his brother where he's like, hey, you know, I'll always be yeah, here yeah, for yeah. you and oh, accept yeah, was, you for still- whoever you are, even if you like pineapple on pizza. And he was just like, thanks, John. It was still never directly said, though, so it's still got room to, to grow into the next season. But anyway. It's because they, they still weren't ready for Robin to, you know, have mm. have her spotlight taken. Yeah, that's true. Character true. At this point. That's good. Anyway, and then on the other side of things, we've got Dustin teaming up with Steve again mm-hmm. and also... Mm-hmm. You're supposed to say Robin. Oh, Robin. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm just listening. I was slowly pointed. I almost poked her in the face. My eyeball. And, of course, Max, and they're trying to get to the bottom of this Vecna business, mm-hmm. but they don't know it's Vecna yet. And um, People are dying very graphically. Uh, what was that girl's name, the first one that died? Oh, I can't. Chrissy, Chrissy, come on. Wake up. I'm being Eddie Munson right now. <laughs> come on. And he's, all Come he's trying on. to do, he tried to sell her some weed and she's like, he got anything stronger? And he was like, well, actually. <laughs> Takes her back to his dirty old trailer and mm-hmm. he's looking for the ketamine, but he's too focused on his bitch and guitar. He's like, what up, baby? I've missed your guitar. Good yes, to see yeah. you. Then he comes back in the living room and Christy's just all like, I'm a floating person. He's like, what the fuck's going oh, on? Oh, yeah. It's and then messy. he's tr- trying to snap her out of it. But then literally she starts snapping bones. and um, Whilst airborne. While airborne. And then Eddie's like, fuck, dude get out of here but he wasn't he's on the run because he's clearly going to be number one suspect in this also, murder it's his as he points out in the this the show his natural instinct is always to run yeah which makes you feel for the guy because mm. that's that's a product of bullying as well bad yep. bad upbringing and also the guy just wants to hang out you know do a campaign of dungeons and dragons and shred his fucking bitch and guitar and we do wonder why we're spending so much time with this crazy character but it's setting up the fact that yeah, the, here's the body count that maybe the Duffer brothers are referring to is that people in the town, Falcons, are going to be dying quite graphically and they've all got something in common. Oh, yeah, and also she uh, she was seeing things. And That's right. Distorted a reality. Ticking clock. Yeah. I didn't do that justice. <laughs> but anyway, so that's that's the basis of it. Eddie Munson is suspect number one yep. for this brutal On murder. the run. Dusty and that believe that he's innocent and try and help him. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Lucas is on the other side of things because he's yeah. trying to be a badass jock now, and he he shot he's the a bowler. he shot the the buzzer winner in that that game. He's part of Hellfire Club, but he's also the jock, and he's trying to find where he really fits. And he's seeing that there's more potential to be better as a jock, but that doesn't really work out for very long. And then the other threat is that Max obviously starts seeing the same visions the other <sighs> Poor Max. victims have been seeing. We're like, oh god, what's and you know. Running up that hill by Kate Bush is her, her saviour. And for some reason, that's a song, like in Thor, that Paradise City was replayed over and over again. Running up that hill is played a lot throughout season four, but not to the point where you're like, oh, God, this song again. Well, it it was the song that saved her life, and then you kind of hear it like just, just as she takes her headphones yeah. off. Does it hurt you? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
that's right, little doses of it because it's it's integral to the plot line. It's not just non-diegetic sound that's happening only for the audience. So, I'm doing. Damn. Then we have Eleven actually end up back in the lab with Papa. Papa um, we Papa. see a bit more of her origin oh, story. Yeah. Paul Reiser is back. Paul buys, Reiser, yeah, buys, yes, he yeah. Busts Eleven out of. Uh, Jail and we don't know if it's good. Breakfast. If it's good, her being back in this lab is she being corrupted again? Also, let's imprisoned. not forget Jane fucking walloped someone with a skate. That was dope. Oh, damn, she really did. Yeah, she messed him up after just being hassled time and time again, uh, which was not a good look on her. Didn't really help the situation, but she just got to the boiling point. If she carries that attitude into her late twenties, she'll yeah. be, she'll be like divorced <laughs> nineteen times, man. She'll love. Oh it. dear. And then we have that uh, the, the pizza delivery guy who did my head in a little bit. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, fuck, I know. They're yelling at him going, start the car, start the car. Clearly there's a huge threat there and they need to get the fuck out of there. What? What? Oh my God, they're saying start the car. It's quite simple. You turn the key in the engine. Jade, it's not his fault. Uh, No, it is. He's a stoner. Well, there's that's part of it. I'm like, oh, just throw the fuck off. It's basically a mental illness when you're smoking the wacky tobacco. <laughs> wacky tobacco. You've never heard it that way. Oh, God. The devil's lettuce. Oh, like, but they're obviously. He is, Jade, he is an impaired person. Would you he, would you yell at someone with a CNI dog if you say, Can you pick this up for me? No. It's right there. No. Yeah, exactly. They couldn't He's help being blind. Pain. You can help whether you have weed. Did I ever tell you about that time when I saw someone with a oh VIP, oh vision God. impaired person oh. badge, but it was upside down? Oh, and I no. couldn't help but chuckle to myself. Oh, no. I was like, do I tell this motherfucker? Oh, yeah, you should have. I didn't. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> they had the cloudy eyes and everything, so I'm like, they can't see. I'm oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, then, obviously, Argyle and Mike and Will, after they've reunited with Eleven and then she's been taken away again, they're on a mission to rescue her and ultimately get back to Hawkins, but they don't make it back to the last episode, episode nine. So you see Eleven away from people like her good friend Max for the majority of the season. And the whole gang's pretty much away from each other in somewhere. Yeah, because you've got uh, those two lovebirds. What's their names? Um, John and Nancy. John and Nancy separated the whole time as well. I don't like Nancy. I wish she was part of the body count. (laughs) I don't really care for her. I thought one of those three might have gone in the house when they're all tied up to Vecna's roots or whatever they yeah, are. Yeah, that works. I was going to say where, but it was definitely more like a root system. To the tree or veins, something. Yeah. Say veins. Veins that yeah. you could not step on. Um, anyway, how do we streamline this? Because there's still a season to come. There's right, so unresolved storyline. Vecna is... Vecna is one of Eleven's people. Eleven technically created Vecna. So you go <coughs> all the way back. He was an evil child that was then put under the care of Papa yeah. to harness his powers. And then he tried to recruit Eleven so they could be a superpower together so Papa could stop them. But then Eleven was like, you're a naughty, naughty boy. Mm. And then sent him to like the Upside Down, which create, which mm. turned him into Vecna in the process. It did. And that's basically the origin story of Eleven as well, which yep. is why she likes egos, couldn't really talk and had no memory. Yes. So we did have that all set up, which was good to get that backstory in the context. Still don't know why Dustin shows up with and without teeth some seasons. We'll never know. Yeah, it's not a great look. Um, And then he's still alive, Vecna? Yeah. Yeah, so that's obviously still the big bad. The the end of the episode, um, well, before the finish of the episode, young Will was like, I can feel it. 
Yeah, that's right. And his then, uh, his hairs on the back of his neck stand and then up. Literally, like the sky was orange or whatever, and eleven without saying it's it basically was, on fire. Yeah, she without saying it was just like, oh, here we go again, boys. <laughs> it's them standing standing on the the hilltop because they've only just been reunited with Hopper and the rest of them for the first time, and then they're overlooking the hill, looking at the sky. It's like tornadoes in the distance. You're like, oh god, shit's. Shit's not looking good. Um, for any of you creeps out there, I think the second to last episode, you could see Winona Ryder in a bra. What's up? <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? Overall, Stranger Things has definitely been a highlight over the last few weeks for people on Netflix there to see the season four, get totally into the storylines and the music and everything else that's come with it. Hellfire Club. Um, and getting ready for season five. I'm very interested to see if they're going to do these like hour-long two-hour-long episodes again. Know, That's man. what I've... was selling me on the idea that it was going out with a bang. Can I be honest with you? <clears throat> yeah. I feel like if they do, say, another eight or ten-part series, I feel like the first two, three episodes maybe wrap up whatever's happened mm. with Vecna. Yes. Then I've heard there's going to be a time jump to almost explain That's why they look about... so much older. That's what I was about to say. Gotcha. Send them into the future a bit. Yeah. Bit Another big character thing. development. We see we see Nancy's down on her luck. It turns out that she needed John more than John needed her and she's a fucking alcoholic. You know, and there's another bat, big Dustin's, bat around Dustin's too. Got Dustin's got some teeth. Fakest white teeth. He looks He looks like uh, Johnny Hill from Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> and he's like, says the same shit that he does in that movie. He's like, smoke this crap with me, bro. <laughs> oh, God, and imagine then, that. And then, you know, of course, because it's the 90s, Will's out and proud. I know. And he's, he's got himself a little fairy boyfriend. He's got his hand in his back pocket. And then Max is... Um, in a wheelchair. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's still in hospital at this point. I broke my heart. With yeah, her poor she's cloudy eyes and struggling to get out of a coma at this point. Oh, and we should also point out that Elle yeah. went into like the dream sequence yes. thing and it was empty with Max. So who knows where even her conscience is. Yeah, we can't, can't count that as a, a body count you yet. You can't say that Max is running up that hill. Oh, dear. One of the great things about the season, though, is set in 86, a great year. And the music feeds to that. So if there is a time jump into the 90s, it's going to have a different vibe. Yeah, we're going to have... Like, different um, tone. Nirvana and shit. Yeah, well, if they keep the rock themes going on, it could still have the same vibe. <laughs> something in the way. Let's just remember, they're all young kids. They're going to be listening. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 100%. You know so it'll be interesting to see what they oh, do with it. That was one of my favorite moments in the entire series was just like, like they're trying to... F- when Nancy's getting taken to the, the yeah. whatever realm... And I thought she was a goner. Going through like the cassettes and stuff, and he grabs an Iron Maiden. Eddie Munson grabs an Iron Maiden cassette, yeah. and they're like, "Something we need music." And he goes, "This is music." His energy Preach. was my favorite. I love. Yeah, him he's so great. It'd be a sh- it is a shame we won't have him back um, next season because he is one of the body counts. People really and I told um, you like loving him. within seconds. I was just like, "Eddie's my new favorite." Character. Yeah, you did say that to me as well. And then I was updating you the whole time. He's like, "Oh, homegirls buying drugs." <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, shit. Play by play. She's going from weed to the ketamine. That girl crazy. (laughs) She was desperate. She was desperate. And then she went dead. (laughs) Oh, damn. But overall, did you love it? Loved is probably an understatement. I thought it's weird that seeing it's been so long between seasons. Yeah, I know. I forgot how fucking good the show was. Yeah. So it kind of like elevated my love for it. Yeah, true. I think people fall in love with it again, which is good. 
It was definitely enjoyable. And I didn't notice, I didn't think the episodes felt too long. Which the is finale, whack, yeah. like, it's two and a half hours, it's pretty much resolved at two hours. And there was a lot of, like, just relationshipy stuff yeah. being resolved at the end. That felt pushing I, the timeline a little bit, the I time. I did love. It was okay. Uh, Jane and Hopper reunited. Yeah, of I course. That was beautiful. And then, of course, you know, um, why do I keep forgetting when I was Joyce? I called Joyce. Joy you said Joyce. Joy. You did too. Yeah, correct. Joyce. Autocorrect. Autocorrect, Joyce. Joyce with the CNO boys because yeah. she abandoned them. And even seeing Eleven again as well. That was a nice little moment. Yeah, they got to have a cuddle, which was yeah. nice. Um, who else was there? Obviously, Max wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Will, Will was there. Will and Mike. Oh, and Nancy and John's bullshit little like. Uh, oh yeah. Did you right. hear back from your colleges? Uh, no. <laughs> Reckon they'll get him, her with Steve next season. No, they'd be running it back. Neither of them need that in their life. Yeah, Steve just has no options, and she's like the only alive person in Hawkins person. right now. <laughs> that is, hasn't fallen into the, yeah. the pits of the earth. Yeah, yeah. and she's kind of having a similar thing because she thinks she's a strong, independent white woman. And let's not forget that this is a modern story of even though it is the 80s. <laughs> it she, really is. She thinks she can do better, which let's be honest, she probably could because John just smokes a bunch of weed and Joyce is yeah, exactly Yeah, he's so high this season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not doing much. But uh, yeah. Definitely recommend Stranger Things season four. If you haven't seen any of it, there's still time to catch up because season five is going to be released in 2024. We are wrapping up this episode, but before we Give go, what um, what are you hoping to have seen, watched, done by our next episode, MJK? Yeah, probably Secession season two. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, there's a comedy special I want to watch, which uh, I alluded to earlier, which I have watched, but it'll be mentioned in the next episode. Oh, sick. How about you, Jane? I myself have been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2, as we've mentioned earlier in this episode, because oh. I've been updating you and seeking clarification. So hopefully I can just get to the end of Chapter 6 there, because I did have a little sneaky peek online to see how many chapters there were. When a, the mission came up, the title for the mission was Red Dead Redemption. I'm like, this feels like it's the final mission. So I'm going into that mission right now. So you think we'll definitely be done with So I should six? be done with Chapter 6, but we'll see what happens there. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully I finish, um, only murders in the building as well. So that's on Disney plus should check it out. Is that Martin Short? Yeah. And that Steve Martin. Fiery Latin chick. Selena Gomez. She fine as shit. She ate. Uh, I saw her when she hosted SNL and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, right. I was just looking at her going, I caramba. Damn. Damn. But then so that's the me. little translation down the bottom said, I caramba. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go hopefully you've watched season two of succession hopefully i've finished only murders in the building and red dead redemption all right i'm out of here good and uh good to be back we'll uh, see you see you next week <laughs> thank you for tuning in to not another podcast don't forget to check us out on facebook or instagram 
all one word, not another podcast with two T's. Or check us out on Twitter, Tweets by Nap. Wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night.